Hey, growing up crazy, and I realized that I didn't do, I didn't ever finish, actually I never even really got started, and the thing that I was doing before, which was given a little bit of a background, and also some explanations in the terminology I use, because I substitute a lot, and I use words, but then I use them in my own way, and I don't really quite explain what it is that I mean, and I kind of leave it up to everybody to guess it what it is that I'm talking about because this is mostly for me and it's actually become more of a diary entry of sorts and anybody in anything is welcome to follow along because I've already paid for this platform so I might as well use it and uh, it's much better to have these things up in the cloud than in a phone that can just drop in the toilet at any moment and then all would be lost and I'm not even sure really what the significance of keeping all of this is in the first place I just know that it feels good so I keep doing it maybe it's just cathartic for me or this is just my figures in front of a mirror. <laughs> so so I would have to break it down into just like a, a backstory, a little bit of a backstory and then spirit. And then another one with mental and emotional and another one with physical. Because the ideas really do kind of go in those three veins. So the little the backstory is that, and I mentioned this before, so I'll just touch on it briefly. But yeah. I grew up even from a very early age just seeing things in the mirror. Like when I looked in the mirror, things in the mirror looked back. And just um, in the dark. There, The veil was very thin to me when I was a child. And I saw through it quite a bit. And there was my mother and my brother, oldest brother especially. I, there was people of power, like very powerful personalities living in my house. that were completely out of control of their energy. And there was just energy to be had. So all the things of the unseen world that sort of feed on random energy like we would go around through the supermarket were there and present. That and the something more, because there's something within each of us that is tied to that infinity, would call me outside into, like, down to the beach at night or into any sort of wooded area at nighttime. And it was it was there that... that things would happen that I'd be able to pierce the veil most easily and there was just a piece of me that moved that way and I would f more, almost like I would follow behind it and there's a whole series of stories that's originally what the intention behind this was supposed to be was growing up crazy was actually just going to be a collection of those things that happened going up through my life and it sort of turned into more of a diary and, and I feel like it's better that way because many of those things they're important to me, but they would only really be stories to you, and and probably unbelievable. Like it took quite a while before I was firmly cemented in the knowledge that these things were happening. When I was a child, uh, I had faith beyond question. And then you know when teenage years came about, and there was absolutely no way to express these things, especially when I started school, and was met by with scoff and disbelief by best friends of mine that I really turned inward and it just became my own personal world and my own personal reality and then it wasn't until things a uh, number of things that were um, irrefutable happened and happened in the presence of other people that I realized that there was a certainty that with a certainty I knew with a certainty what I'd always suspected my whole life that this world of metal and concrete is really just a fabrication we've overlaid across something infinitely deeper and more complex and ultimately mysterious and unfathomable and that's just sort of where I, how I've been through the rest of my adult life is I just sort of treat this world as a lucid dream another talent I've had since childhood and that 
the real moments of my life are when I'm in the woods and in the woods at night and out hiking. Like a best friend of mine before said, why are you spending so much time in the woods? And I kind of laughed and shrugged it off. And it wasn't really until recently I've just lost all desire for pretense. And I'm just be like, oh, I like, uh, I wander aimlessly talking to my invisible friend. <laughs> you know, it's pretty much it, you know, connection to source. Where the terminology comes from, because even though I've never been much of an avid reader, um, I've been led to the things that were necessary in the moment, always, through synchronicity throughout my life. And a lot of the language I borrow through from books, either, either through religion, uh, philosophy, or books on spirituality, be they New Age or what have you. And, and I select from the books of things that I'd already experienced and one of the things that I hit on in my mid-twenties was the Costanata series. And I borrow heavily from that lexicon because through in all of the books that I've ever read, Carlos Castaneda really put together a workable dictionary as far as just terms. And I've and I've supplanted many of the terms that I came up with with the words that he used or Don Juan used. And the question to me was never important. Like, I guess it was the mystery of decades going through the New Age movement in the 60s, 70s, and 80s was, was Don Juan real? And I never even once stopped and thought about it. I remember a friend of mine was like, well, what do you think? I was like, does it matter? I'm like, well, of course it matters. I was like, well, why does it matter? You know, if Don, Don, either Don Juan might have been real or Costanata might have figured the stuff out for himself, but I had already experienced much of what was talked about in the book, like I spun with an ally. It's how I lost my front tooth, was being flung from that encounter. I didn't succeed in that encounter with spinning with the ally. I actually thought I was underneath some form of attack, and I fought it off, and when I fought it off, it I was just thrown, basically thrown through the air. And... Um, Another thing, stopping the world and also leaving the earth physically with my body and entering a place of energy just with my body, actually traveling with my body intact. Then, of course, the lucid dreaming, all of the dreaming. and There's hundreds of dreaming stories. But most of what Castaneda writes about occurred to me before even picking up one of his books. So I do, whether he learned it on his own, as I did, just being led by spirit or from Don Juan, does it matter? Because spirit itself will lead you to these things if you listen and if you kind of grasp, grab your ass with both hands and let that voice of solid knowledge lead you out and into the world. The world then truly becomes a strange and mysterious place. That's just true. What, what makes it ordinary is the routines that we follow, yeah, both mentally, physically, and emotionally. So... That I'm actually going to make this into four parts. That will do. This will just be the introduction, and then I'll start in with spirit.